have a material witness on an aggravated battery uh, with a handgun, and um, they believe uh, this might be in retaliation uh, to her testimony. You're tapping in Murder on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, DJ MTK, and I have with me... What up, your boy Legend? DJ Legend. This is episode 2, 2020 Murder on My Mind podcast brought to you by Watkins Bail Bonds, produced by West Coast Radio. We're recording from our studio in San Diego, California. Throw up your dubs. And, you know, I, w- I wanted to, we're going to take a quick second here. Legend. Just some, just some bad news we got over the weekend. Uh, the good homie DJ Tone Capone um, passed away. I'm not sure how, uh, but, I, you know, I started seeing the post yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I honestly wasn't super close with Tone, but I did know him pretty well, just kind of through everybody else. He's, he's, he's about 10 years older than me. But um, he was, uh, I know my homie DJ Billy Knight considered him a brother. Um, w, uh, w, WB considered him a brother. Uh, just a cool dude. Uh, coincidentally, I met him when I was 21, working with Billy Knight and Dub uh, over at BK Lounge. Shout out to BK Lounge. And uh, he was just a dope-ass DJ, man. Just just amazing, amazing turntable skills. He's, he's the type of dude that would murder a hip-hop set mm. and then the next day murder a house set mm. like it was nothing you know nice. and then um going on in like through my early 20s i started working at fry's and i bumped into him he was working there um with a different company but he was at fry's every day and i saw him every day just a just a good genuine caring nice fucking dude man and uh shouts to his family and and his friends and all that shit man rest in peace Tone Capone. R.I.P. Tone Capone. Hey, we're going to continue this for you, homie. And, you know, and I, even even to kind of add on, you know, from last episode, we were talking about the people that passed away creating West Coast Radio. So, you know, R.I.P. Tone Capone. Right. On today's episode, Murder on My Mind podcast, we are going to go through the timeline of Takashi Snitch 9. Ooh. Snitch 9. Hey, shots fired. Your boy. My homie right there. That's the homie right there. And we're gonna read. We're gonna read the letter that he sent to the ju- to the judge on this episode. And I'm, I'm gonna crack the fuck up when I read this letter. And you know, I just want to ask myself, dear you know, judge, you know, his girl, his girl wrote a letter too. Oh, we gotta read them all. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be that would be part two. So on today's episode, we're gonna kind of go through the timeline. We're gonna end it reading the reading this Snitch Nine's letter to the judge. And we're kind of gonna start with you. Remember Gummo? Yes. Went viral in 2017. And before that, you know, and he got the hands on that beat from a really, really um, big producer. So there was drama just starting from there. But he trolled enough. Like, I was watching some of those old YouTube videos. How did he get the beat? Uh, I... I don't, I don't, there was, I read some of it and it would just like somehow slip through his hands. And I guess they were supposed to go to Trippy Red and then he uh, somehow got it and he made the track and then they released it and just went viral. Oh, that was the one they had the beef over. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of one of the beefs, right? right. But, but even before that, he was trolling so hard, right, right. so hard to try to just become somebody, right? He was trying to pop viral. Yeah. Like yeah. he was like doing wrestling shit in his that fucking was his thing, underwear. Though, before, yeah. before music, right? Yeah. He, he, he was just like a, YouTube videos. Right. Instagram videos right, right, like right. crazy shit yeah. like like there was the one video of him in his underwear like wrestling yeah like it was some bitch shit bro right, it was right, some bitch shit right. like could you imagine seeing my ass fucking what would you say if you saw my ass in underwear fucking like you Dog, know that's I mean? the, but that goes back to that shit we've had this conversation before <laughs> in the past where where motherfuckers are getting these passes mm. you know what I'm saying because now they're internet stars exactly yeah yeah exactly yeah. so yeah so he went viral in 2017 with Gummo 
Um, then he had beef with Trippy Red. Then he faked his own death on Instagram. And then at the last like 10 seconds, they show a picture of him. So that got all kinds of stuff buzzing. Right. right. Uh, we have then he had beef with Casanova from from right. New York. Right. Um, then he got in beef with Game. Yep. And YG. YG. Then he had that. Um, bumped into Slim. Right. And then he had that. Remember at LAX? Yeah. He pulled up. Yep. He was like, hey. Hey, what's up with the what's up with this? Like, yep. and then they went to the LAX, and yep. there was a big. But that just kept increasing his profile. Right, that's like Donald Trump. Like anything you do now, it just and like the beef with Chief Keef. And then I was gonna I was gonna kind of get onto that too. Yeah. The, the the beef with Chief Keef was that he he had okay. Let me let me see if I can see this read this correctly. He was I don't think he was with Chief Keef's lady. He was with Chief Keef's homie and actually he went to chicago too right. he pulled up on the block it was like where's everybody at right and then he posted that on instagram right. which is gonna give him now just got a more fucking but it, it came out later that he did that shit like he he did that shit the night before and posted the videos the next day right. as if they were right. live there right. of course that shit came That's out the same shit he did in uh in in uh la too like right. you know what i mean like he he understood what he was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, yeah. roll into the fact that he started fucking around with uh, the Nine Trey Bloods from New York. Right. And that now is giving him more street credibility because during all this time, now he's a blood. Right. Certified, I guess. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I doubt that. that. I mean, evidently it's not true because he's in prison right now. Basically, he hired help, right? In, I mean, one, in one aspect or another because it's kind of like... Any gang member any in the cartel seeing somebody that they're now using him. Right. I'm sure they were trying to get paper out of this motherfucker, too. Oh, they were getting paper. And, and it's Exactly. They, they were definitely getting paper. Right. And, and it's one of those things. It's like that homie um, that's chilling with the gang, but he really don't really want to be a part of it. But, like, he's taking the clout. Right. He's taking the clout. And, and he's telling everybody, right. I'm from right. blah, blah. But I he's in the car. He's such. in the car. He's, in, yeah, he's chilling in the car. He's not doing no fucking but dirt. regardless... Regardless, like the feds don't look at that shit, the cops don't look at that. Right. You're in, you're in that right, circle, exactly, exactly. And they just shot at somebody. You're gonna be, exactly. You're gonna be in. And where yeah. is Takashi? So that fast forward to the fact that then um, there was a robbery in Times Square, and then there was a shooting with Chief Keith and um, his partner. I think it was um, Slim Danger. Uh, I mean, I, I think the uh, Sosa that they were. They were in New York at the time. He didn't get shot. Right. And so then the footage then came out after he got arrested. Yeah. And that, you know, he posted something on Instagram, of course. Right. Um, um, so it says that the NYPD opens an investigation into Chief Keefe shooting June 18, 2018. This may be the moment the NYPD decided it was time to wrap Takashi up in the RICO charges that took him down. Right. The Fifi rapper was officially named a person of interest in the Chief Keefe shooting that took place in New York's prior. So they said they started connecting some of these dots, right? Exactly. Then, yep. th so November, last year, no, no, actually two years now, yeah. we're in 2020. Yeah. November 2018 was then when he got that charge and he was looking, they said, 32 years in prison. Because... I mean, if you want to, and we talked about, if you want to go and act like you're a gangster and you want to be around gangsters, right. here's the price. Exactly. And now and now, what he's doing for everybody out there listening to this, everybody that is looking for it to get clout through this avenue, use Takashi 69 as an example. And we're going to read the letter. Well, oh, you're going to listen to what he's ass had to say because now it's a whole different story. If you go back, though, and listen to all the interviews, when, when the OG spoke to him, 
everybody said, yo, pump your brakes. Right. Pump your brakes because this shit's going to come back. Joe was talking to him. Yeah. The Breakfast Club. Yep. Everybody was saying, dude, you're tripping. And you but know, he didn't care. He didn't care. He didn't care. And and I get it when you're young. And it's he, and it's fucked up too because I like I think a lot of them were trying to get him to slow down because he is funny. He's he's for whatever he is, he's a smart dude and he was entertaining. Right. So there was a lane for him, whether it be music or not. Right. You know, there was a lane for him to be out there making money, being entertaining without putting his life and other people's life on the line like that, you know? And you know what? And you kinda you I'm just saying, it's, it's just like me. Like at times, I put myself in critical moments. I remember right. one time I was mm-hmm. in a stolen vehicle, and we were taking it back to Mexico, and I got pulled over. And you know what? I had to pay the price. I had to. I had to. I couldn't run from that. Right. And you want to put yourself in those positions. There's price paid. Maybe I didn't get caught. Yep. You know. May, oh, maybe this time I have a gun. I didn't get caught. Yeah. You know. You're just putting yourself in those positions where there's a chance. And you know, there's a thousand millions of motherfuckers out there that are gang members that don't get caught, but there's that day. And you know what? Chapo Guzman is the he is in fucking federal prison right now in you, New York. You learn as you get older that the risk, the reward does not outweigh the risk. Right. You know well, what I'm saying? He, and you know, and he and he there's the price. You know, he even says here, uh rapper Takashi Six Nine on Thursday named fellow rapper Jim Jones as a member of nine trade gangster blood. So then when he got locked up, yeah, he just started singing. He just started, went into protective custody, you know, went against basically all the rules of being, being a, a real gang member is. And I'm not, like I said, I don't condone it. I don't glorify it. But there are, there are ro- laws. There's politics ro- in there's the streets, man. Politics. You know? So let, let's read this a little bit. I don't even know if you read it. Dear Judge Engelmeyer, as my sentencing date approaches... I'm becoming more and more overwhelmed with emotions. Oh, are you? <laughs> are you? <laughs> now you got the emotions up? All of a sudden. Uh, the, day, and the day before you're about to get sentenced, cause, right. and just so everybody knows, they didn't let his ass out. He got another year, yeah. which is better than fucking you should have. Should have got more. Yeah, they were looking at opinion. 40. Yeah. Because he's saying, though, he got you took that plea. So more than anything, I'm extremely grateful for this opportunity to express mm. my remorse to you. <laughs> Your right. honor, man, over this situation, man, damn, start sucking that dick Dude. really quick. Dude. I find it difficult to find the right. Oh, you find it difficult? Yeah, oh, now man. you got nothing Come to on, say. On, I man. find it difficult to find the this right shit words. It's just terrible. <laughs> <man. This shit's laughs> oh, this motherfucker. Oh I find it difficult to find the right words to express what my life has been like for the last year oh oh is it been tough in jail is it been tough fucking eating that shitty ass food i hope he gets his ass beat before he gets out like i'm i'm sure you know he has to be like, in some come situation on, man. it come on, honestly fella. feels like my world is crashing down oh poor guy oh poor pobrecito guy. there is no excuse no justification and no apology good enough in this world to explain my crap now that i agree with right that I, I completely agree. There's nothing you can There is no fucking excuse, Absolutely. bro. Well, I have been. Should have took your medicine. And, and everybody listening to this. Yeah, everybody listening to this. I mean, you actually listen to that. Yeah. Listen to that. While I have been incarcerated, I have had time to reflect on the recklessness and foolishness of my decisions. And you got a lot of time because every day you're just thinking about the shit you should have done. I know plenty of motherfuckers that went to jail and they would give away everything to right. spend that, get back with the lady. Hell yeah. But this is a little bit different. I wake up every morning asking myself, was it worth it? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I know that my life will never be the same, but hopefully this change will be for the better because beyond all of this, I still consider myself a role model. No one wants your ass no, as a role duh. model, motherfucker. To millions of people as an artist, a celebrity, and as a human being. No, no, You're no. You're a sellout no, to don't everybody, even, no, dog. No. no. I'm happy. No, we don't need you as... Just stay over there, bro. Just stay over there. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. I'm happy that the public was able to witness me 
dealing with the consequences of my actions because I feel like it sheds a light on what come come from gang affiliation. Well, there's some truth there too. There may be the second sentence that I read out of this one paragraph that I find some truth in. Yeah, but I don't think so. I mean, because who's going to look at that and say, wow, like, shit, you know? Hopefully, maybe one kid is like, you know what? Maybe this isn't the road I want to go down. He was probably, that kid was probably never going to be a gangster anyways. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. Um, I Because there are some people in there, they make a bad decision and they just go That's down true. that wrong path. That's you know? true. That's maybe true. someone out there can say that, you know what, maybe getting that they kind of They make a cloud, choice and they end up re- remorseful right. about it, but the gangsters, they don't give a fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bang, bang. Like, bang, bang on that shit. Exactly. That is a fucking fact right there because I know I didn't give a fuck exactly. that I know that this part of the plan that God, oh, shit. That, oh, we already, I knew there was going to be God in here. I knew that, I know that this is part of the plan that God has for me, and I'm confident that I'm ready to face this thing head on. Really, really. That's Before my arrest, I publicly disassociated myself from Nine Trey, but I knew that it would come with a price. Yeah, motherfucker. It came with you a got price. That shit right. This is the Murder on My Mind podcast. Takashi Snitch, Snitch, Snitch Nine. Snitch Nine. We're going to just rename this motherfucker. If you want to read the full letter, make sure to visit the link in the bio. Next episode, we're gonna. That's enough on his ass. You guys can read the, fu- the real full quick. Thing. Though, yeah, go ahead. Real Finish quick though, what do you? Th- he's getting out right in a year. In a year, what, right? What What do you think? Like, I mean, somebody's some idiot is gonna offer him a record. Well, deal they already or said he got some money on the table, and the producers are gonna put money. I mean, I think they look at it as money. And that shit's crazy, man. Like, I can't. It's a machine. It's a machine. Now the question is, can, that fan base is now two to four years old, and they're all grown up now. So are they now? They're different people. That's my question. Those those sixteen year olds are now eighteen year olds about to maybe go into college or doing something. But most of them are white kids, right? Yeah, but now they're moved on to the next another thing. That's I old. Don't know, man. That's old. I don't know that those those little cult followings fucking yeah, stick to their I, I, shit. I think fifty percent of them are they're gonna drop off because they're gonna move on maybe. to something else. Maybe they really are. We're, we're gonna move on to something else. Well, hey, next episode we're gonna really dive into the timeline of the big homie R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace. You know, we, I'm glad we got this motherfucker out of the way, but we just had to do yep. one episode on there. We'll probably never talk about his ass again. Nope. Spend the spend, spend the next year motherfucking jail. Tell me how that goes. Send me a motherfucking letter and I will Jazz not open beat. it. Yeah. So, uh, but now yeah, next episode, episode three coming really soon. Shout out to our sponsor, Watkins Bell Bonds. Hey, make sure to visit us at westcoastradio.tv. Throw up your motherfucking dubs. Murder on My Mind podcast. I am DJ MTK. DJ Legend, West Coast Radio. Hey, we out this bitch. Peace. I have a material witness on an aggravated battery uh, with a handgun, and um, they believe uh, this might be in retaliation uh, to her testimony. It's the kid from the Carolina putting on for the Carolina. Rico got no money, he done lost his job He ain't got no choice but to jug and rob He fucked a bitch named Tisha, got one on the way Got kicked out the house, now he stay at her place He told her, baby, let's go rob a fucking bank She said okay, and then they filled the gas tank